1: these girls peepin' me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to figure better things than some horny tricks? I see my homie and some suckers all
2: And just like that we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin belanger today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, atlantic canada's home field for great sports betting play stadium bets for the best odds single game bettings and an all-star lineup of the top sports and leagues from around the world proline players also score great access to regular promotion right now earn up to 150 dollars in tokens when you wager $25 or more with ProLine or Stadium Bets. This offer is valid up to 15 tokens until July 31st. Free play tokens must be used by August 31st. Get in the game today at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. I hope everyone's doing well out there on this uh, Monday morning. I know here in the high button sports studio, we are grinning ear to ear. It's a big accomplishment for us to have 400 episodes of the high button podcast. It's uh, it, it means even more having a guy like Nathan McKinnon come on the podcast. And that just shows his character. Nate could have, gone to any media outlet in the world and uh, talked about this past year and the stanley cup run and things that he's experienced but he decided to come to to this podcast and and share his story with us and i think that just goes to show what kind of person he is and where he comes from here in the atlantic provinces we love to uh use the term support local and, and nate has done nothing but support local whenever he comes home in the summer months to help out uh Local businesses, you know, uh, hospital visits, whether it's, you know, visiting someone who isn't doing that well, him and Sid are just always, always around making sure that uh, they're doing their part and helping out. Uh, the people that helped them get to where they are, and today, or excuse me, well, today's Monday. We did this episode on Friday, but Friday was a perfect example of uh, of him showing uh, who who he really is as a person. And honestly, the episode was fantastic. Every question I asked, he he opened up and he answered from the heart. You could tell he was still in awe that he was uh, or is a Stanley Cup champion. He uh, he 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 was he was amazed. He he was not. I don't want to say he was surprised at what he accomplished, but. You could tell that there was a grin. In, uh, a gr- it's, I don't even. It's hard to explain. He, yeah, man. You're, I guess you're just gonna have to listen to it. But one of the most interesting podcasts I've ever done, and at the same time, one of the most grateful podcasts I've ever done. I'm gonna shut up. I know you don't want to hear me talk. Um, without further ado, this is episode 400 of the High Button Podcast featuring Nathan McKinnon, I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. You know what comes. Next. I can't believe this is happening right now. Stanley Cup champion Nathan McKinnon sitting across from me. Congratulations. How does it feel when I say Stanley Cup champion? That's
3: crazy. Yeah, it, crazy. Feels, good. it feels good, man. Uh, you didn't really know if you'd ever win one. Uh, it's the hardest thing to win in sports, and we got it done, so it uh, feels great.
2: I remember last time you were here, you were talking about playing hockey on the, the pond, eating cold pizza, sometimes by yourself and are these the things that you're thinking about back then when you're eating the cold pizza the, Is the cup
3: yeah i, I just think your life kind of goes through your whole head uh when you when you win um it was such a whirlwind um i'm still kind of digesting it i think that it actually happened um because <laughs> you know you, you get back into your summer training you know skating and it's just back to normal but uh it's a little different a little weight off your shoulders um but yeah i think about you know me and my dad growing up the uh bond we have and what we had and um you know that's the biggest thing i thought about was just you know he put the stick in my hand and he sacrificed a lot of money and time for me um he recognized i had something and um that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me it's awesome no it's great to hear
2: the um the mentality going in to training camp you know, we talked last time about how you, you've gone through the, the part of losing and not making it to the cup finals and going into training camp this year at the start. W- w- was it a different attitude? Was it a different energy in the room or, or was it the same as every other year at the, I guess, one would training camp, be September?
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was definitely. It was very intense, I think. Um, you know, it was three straight years losing in the second round. And that was kind of the thing behind our team. Um, and it was. uh it was win or bust you know for us this year that that's what it was it was either we win or it's a failure um that's the mentality maybe if we lost in the final uh i don't know but that was yeah it was a a tough camp um but we're really really positive group it wasn't um i don't know it was good 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 energy you know around the team a lot of positivity we were feeling good we felt like we, we were gonna win and we could win and um, but that was definitely the mentality of just, um, yeah, that this is it, this is what we're going for, and um, all the moves we made during the season. Uh, we don't have any first round draft picks, and that's how that's what every team does to win: Tampa, Pittsburgh, Washington. No one picks in the first round anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what our ownership. Joe and C Mac, they believed in that, so yeah, it worked out
2: throughout the year you know you have ups and downs I know you were hurt for a little bit throughout the year as well and there's so many things that are going through your head staying even keel throughout it was that difficult knowing that like you just said it's kind of ride or die this is it was it difficult to think about that or did you just stay even keel and you were able to to focus I guess on the playoffs
3: it was hard it, it just we were kind of running away with the west and um yeah it was uh We lost like six or seven to finish the year. We were just kind of like coasting into the playoffs, and uh, (laughs) we were kind of worried, like, "Oh man, like we better pick it up here." Like, uh, but we had some guys here. We were like kind of resting guys. Like Miko was a little sick, so we just didn't play him. Um, I didn't play the last couple games. You hurt? No, just 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 didn't want to get didn't want to risk it. So just a weird end of the season. You know, some teams are scratched and clawing their way in, and fighting for home ice or fighting to make the playoffs. And we, we were like 15 points up on second in the West. So we were just kind of hanging out. Uh, but, yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, man, we better uh, figure it out here. Uh, um, you never know. Like, there's upsets. It's hockey. It's not basketball. So yeah. there's upsets. We we're playing Nashville, really good team. And they had a great last 15 games. I think they beat us like two to three times in the regular season. So um, – but we're a bunch of gamers, man. A lot of competitive guys and – um yeah, obviously, we know the results, but it was uh, just funny, funny how it worked.
2: Well, it's speaking of funny, when Sutter goes, whoever plays Colorado in the first round, it's a waste of eight days. In your head, like, I, I know when, like, Canada plays in the world, or maybe that's not the best example right now, When like, whenever there's a tournament and, uh, you know, teams are doing really well, they need to go through some adversity. And when you guys sweep, Nashville to start so okay you guys need to go through a little bit something at least that's what all of us were thinking they need to have a little bit of fight in them before they can go on to do what they do were you guys thinking that like when Sutter said it's a waste of eight days what what are you thinking
3: well yeah you're just thinking like who knows um we're not buying into that and I don't know if he really even meant it you know with him I don't know if he was (laughs) trying to like jinx us or what but um he turned out to be right I guess uh we did win in seven days um and uh but it's so close it's 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 really close we went in OT um game 2 and that can go either way um we had a great you know third game win and then we we're down in the fourth game against Nashville um so there was like there wasn't a ton of adversity the real adversity comes when you actually lose a game and i think um that St. Louis series really got us prepared for the final um just the second round demons you know that people will you know, we we uh it was one one going into St. Louis. We get up three one. We had a great two games in the road, and then we blow a three goal lead at home in game five, and we're just like, Oh my god. <laughs> After that amazing goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Too bad, but uh <laughs> too bad. Um but yeah, we uh we blew a three nothing lead and Crazy bounces were going on, like how they were scoring. It was crazy. Um, then you're going on the road for Game Six, and you lose Game Six. You have a Game Seven, and it, anything can happen in Game Seven. Uh, and that was huge for our, our, our team. Um, you know, it's tough, man. Obviously, we 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 make a lot of money and everything, but it's still the same. You know, we're we're terrified of losing Game Six, but you have to put that to the side and um, just that cohesiveness we had in our our group and the trust we had in each other and um it was a dominant win i know that we only won three two but we all played them it was like 42 to 20 shots like we were we had a really good game on the road and um you know comfort gets two and and helmer scores with like four seconds left to win it so um just needing everyone to win is, is so important the depth you have to have and um yeah it was uh that really got us ready, uh, for sure.
2: Speaking of winning on the road, you, you closed out every series on the road. Mm-hmm. What's with that?
3: I don't know. I just think for for our team, um, we just felt we just felt a little better, no pressure at home. You know, you, you feel like you have to put on a bit of a show. You feel the buzz. Um, you feel um, there's some more pressure there. I think. And we also had ten comeback wins in the playoffs. We are down Did in ten? Ten, 10 times. Um, and that felt good too. Um, I found a little bit when we, we'd get up and we'd get on our heels a little bit, especially in that game five against St. Louis. And when we are down, we just went, went and played really aggressive and pushed and pushed. And no one could handle that when we were pushing and and being aggressive and assertive. And um, so that felt good for us. And, and actually in, in game six in Tampa, we were down one. And we were all like, this is good. Like we felt good after the first, like no pressure anymore. Like we're just going to go and put it on them. Cause now they have to defend the lead and that's harder. It's definitely harder. That's wisdom. That's yeah.
2: for you to sit here and say that that's wisdom.
3: That's no, yeah, we that's, all thought that we all it, thought that it, like it, the whole playoffs, like when we were down. Yeah. And, and I, I think too, In and uh, I think it was game four in, in Edmonton. We we're playing like playing like shit. Uh, we we're down three, one going to the third. And, just like no one was really talking and this like everyone's miserable. Then I think Gabe and I just started like saying like, let's just go try, let's just go play. Then everyone starts, you know, feeling better and feeling better. And we scored, I think we scored like four goals in the, in the third and we go going to and team, and wins it. But um, it's just so hard to defend a lead at home in the playoffs. It's so hard. Um, If, if you just want the other team to go away and, we knew that they're going to be on their heels if they lose this game they go home and it's a hard, it's a hard thing to to stay aggressive and, and be comfortable with the puck and make make all the right plays when there's a lot on the line and especially at home, I think for our group at least, mm. uh, there's just less pressure.
2: I want to go back to that the about game six and uh, going into the room down one nothing. You, you had an incredible this shift where Stamkos scored. You had an incredible shift. You were going balls to the wall. You, you, it was a great shift, but it just somehow squeaked out to Stamkos and uh, put in the back of the net. And I looked right at you. The camera went right at you, and you, you, you might have like looked down, but you, you could see you were just breathing heavy, and you, you just you looked very not pissed off. Just again, this guy. And then you go back into the dressing room. And NHL.com did a great. Uh, what do they call behind the scenes quest to the cup? Yeah. And you're in the room after the first period. You got your shirt off. You got the ice bag on the back. Your head is looking down. And for you to sit here and say like everyone in the room had the exact same game plan going into the second period, that's very cool to uh, to 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 hear. Because looking at the TV and looking at that quest to the cup thing on YouTube, it didn't look like that yeah. at all.
3: So that's where it can be a little sometimes like the media and yeah, they they don't know. Anything sometimes, and so the camera always comes in around nine minutes on the clock, and we get to the dressing room at like eighteen. So we're all talking whenever the camera comes S- in. Sorry, say that again. The- so behind the scenes, people yeah. like ESPN, TNT, yeah. they, they come in the room at like nine minutes on the clock. Oh, like, before like, you go out on the ice. Sorry. So we go in yeah, at two. Okay. They come in at nine because Betsy comes in at like eight thirty eight to talk. Um, and there's a mic in there, and I don't. I'm not going to talk to the team in front of. A fucking camera, you know, to be a hero and yeah. show everyone how the great leader I am. So, and no one really did. We, so we, we'd all we we had a great conversation and guys are saying their piece uh, from eighteen to nine, and then once the camera comes in, everyone just goes quiet. I'm just like looking down, like, you know, that's that's how I I just that's how how I am, I guess. That's how everyone really was. uh I don't know. I just don't want to be that guy to you know what i mean yeah no that's I fair i don't, I don't need to make it like an inspirational movie with the camera on me and so I, we're all feeling good though yeah really good i was feeling great going into the second period um well you bounce back you got yeah, the goal felt, yeah and that first shift too they uh so when miko passed it to me with like 10 seconds in i hit i went i got my own rebound and i hit the like the knob of his stick that's why i looked in the air
2: yeah, yeah, I know, I know yeah, you talking that. about. But yeah. they
3: said I missed the net, and I was frustrated. Like they just don't know anything. Like, they just don't know anything. Like I'm not frustrated. I hit the knob of his stick. You know how I'm, you know what it's like. It's awful. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just down, and I picked the top left corner, hit the knob, and that's why I looked up. So so that's what it was. That's why okay, I looked up. Like okay. oh, like yeah. damn, that was so close. Not like oh, I can't score. You know, I yeah. wasn't thinking that. So
2: yeah, but you had a great shift. Like just yeah, I was giving yeah,
3: it. Feeling good, man. So. how
2: do you feel right now you might are you tired still
3: uh no not too bad um a couple weeks training again and um i feel yeah skating again yeah. with uh Sid and the guys and yeah feeling pretty good awesome yeah um
2: two-part question oh, we'll go with the first question um sure.
3: that offside slash
2: not offside jeff's a edmonton guy when makar scored that and he pushed it forward that delay was what 10 minutes it was long and, yeah really what long. were you doing on the bench did you get to see
3: it on the uh the ipad I, um no I, you could i just i didn't even look you did you're not focused no, on it because at the end of the day if they call it a goal or not there's no difference um at at that point you know what i mean so yeah. um yeah i, I don't know
2: Oh, <laughs> well, it's it's fair it's just, no, i just
3: i i saw it after obviously i saw it and I guess he didn't have control technically but it's it's a weird rule man. I get why Edmonton would be upset about that for sure. Okay. I get it.
2: Yeah. And so part two to that question was it, this kind of pissed me off throughout the playoffs like there's there's always blame on the refs and sometimes you know they they do have a big outcome in the game not totally but you know they have an outcome on the game and i i noticed that uh some players were getting on them some players weren't whatever but was that a message inside your dressing room of boys leave the refs alone let's play the game because that can distract you like stamkos wasn't happy a couple times there was definitely some times where mm-hmm. it, it came up but was that ever a message in the room boys leave the refs alone let's play the game
3: yeah oh yeah and it's just it's just distracting if uh you know, you give your energy and attention to them. And when you when you get angry, you waste energy and your legs get a little heavier. And, you know, it's tough to to be angry at the refs the whole game and, and, and stick to what you have to do. So we weren't perfect at all, but we, we tried our best to leave them alone as much as we could. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah.
2: I want to go back into the season here. I don't even know how you feel about this, but the Olympics. Do you feel like you're a little are, – are you a guy that – wants to put on that jersey and, and get a gold medal. I don't want to say it got taken away from you this year, but you didn't go. How do you feel about all that? Or did you want to stay in Colorado
3: and I guess focus just on winning a cup? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of, I don't know. Either way, I was cool with it. Um, just, just some of the stuff you heard of what it was going to be like in China yeah. with COVID and it was a lot. Um, you couldn't go to other events. Your family couldn't come over. No fans. So it would have been, you know, I didn't – honestly, I didn't really – I didn't care a whole lot. I was so immersed in our own season and our – going for a run for the cup too. So um, I think the next one's in Italy. So sh- should be good there. Um, good food there. Too. Yeah, yeah. It should be good. But it all worked out, you know. Who knows if – we would have had a lot of guys going to the Olympics too, more than other teams. So it's a, that's a lot of jet lag coming back. And what if someone got hurt over there, you know, so – yeah. Um, it was a good year for our group to not to go, I guess. Yeah, well said. Yeah.
2: One thing I really liked about your, I don't want to say maturity, but just your whole demeanor, one aspect during the press conference during Edmonton, uh, Colorado, at the very beginning, they kept going, Nate, Mc- Nate uh, McDavid, Nate McDavid, Nate McDavid. And you went up there and said Drysaddle. You went up there and said Kane. You went up there and said Kadri. And you kept mentioning other players in the series that had an impact on... Uh, on the game and i love that about you and i love that you did that was that a, a goal all along just making sure to spread a little light on other ple- people or is that just who you are as a person to to, to mention other people
3: yeah a bit of both i was just kind of sick of hearing about it and we had like nine days off after the series so you'd see a lot of it on um instagram or whatever i guess yeah. i didn't have instagram but uh whatever you just see see a lot of it you get texts about it and um i was getting asked about it and uh i just didn't really want to talk about it um i don't think he cares about playing against me and you know he just wants to win and it was colorado versus edmonton it wasn't two guys going at it it's yeah. hockey you know so uh that's how i felt and um it's kind of say what's on my mind so yeah you're good at that like the yeah. the lower escrow thing that was yeah <laughs> that was good that, that <laughs> was true i'm like hopefully yeah the ratings go up and we get more money, so that's it.
2: <laughs> no, it was great. It was, yeah. uh, it was like, man, you, you entertained everyone here in this room and yeah. across Canada, everyone listening for the – how long were playoffs? Two months? Yeah, Two – and you looked like a Ferrari. like You looked like a well-oiled machine out there. There was no – I didn't see a, a false note in how you played out there. You looked incredible. You put – I got your stat line here. 13 goals, 11 assists, 24 points in 20 games. Stay humble. How did it feel putting those numbers up and, and helping the team, I guess, get the Stanley Cup?
3: Yeah, I think the the biggest thing for, for myself, I just wanted to play really good uh, defensive hockey and um, really good two-way hockey. I think that's what I improved out a little bit more than other other playoff runs. Um, I had better numbers than some other playoff runs, but I think the complete game that we all tried to play, and I knew I had to step it up a little bit in that department, um, you know, just try to shut guys down best I can and – um you know, our line won every matchup and uh throughout the whole playoffs. Uh, me, Gabe, and Val. So Yeah. Um yeah, I know those two guys are awesome defensively. I had to step it up a little bit and just play an awesome two way game and allow uh, you know, other guys to get some good matchups and get some um yeah, favorable matchups, all zone um starts and um you know play against second line, second D pairs. It's a big difference going from the first D pair to the second D pair mm. um, on the road at home. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we had a great run. I thought you mastered, not that you haven't
2: already, but you were so good in the F3 position. You were so great coming high. I try to do it in beer league. I can't do it, but <laughs> you, you, you were just always open. In the NHL, it's so quick, but somehow you just had, you know, wings span around you for you to get a shot off. Did you go I was wondering, did you go through a lot of video to find your spaces in that F three spot to fire at home?
3: Yeah, I do that a lot, I think. Um how, how a lot of teams defend now everyone swarms a lot and they get their center duplicating. Um and that's who's covering the F three. Yeah. Is the is their centre if he's in the corner there's a lot of space up high. Um so when I see a battle happening and I, I see we have possession, I try to find that open ice up high and Um, yeah, it works out because everyone kind of plays a a similar style.
2: Yeah, you you did really well in that position. Same on the power play on the half wall. You you guys moved the puck so well with Makar. And going back to um, a couple years ago when we talked about Makar and how good he was, do you think he's gotten better from two years ago to now?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's night and day. Really? Yeah, I just think the way he, uh, I think his physical tools are the same, but the way he uses guys is is night and day better. Um, Not that he wasn't good before, but. I think his hockey sense has got a lot better. Um, you know his touch, uh, um, his decisions about the blue line, and and whether he's going to shoot or, or pass, and location of his passes. Everything's everything's amazing with him, and obviously his his physical stuff is off the charts as well. And uh, yeah, I mean I don't know if there's anyone better than him right now. He's uh he's a freak. Yeah. He's a
2: freak. Did yeah. the team have an issue with him going to pick up his award and then coming back to play game five after or boys were just like, whatever.
3: Like, no, Did no. he
2: ask anyone? No, no. He just a, went and got yeah,
3: it. It's, yeah, I know. I mean, he won the Norris. So you got to go. Gotta, I guess. I don't go, know. Like, I just, go he had a game that. the next day. Yeah, no, he's, he doesn't care though. A guy like that, he's, he's, <laughs> we're not worried about him being focused. So yeah, he's a, he's a super mentally tough person. Um, yeah. Very even keel, super humble. And yeah, he's uh we weren't worried about him uh, not focused for game four. I guess it was. Yeah,
2: he was. You guys were something to watch on the power play. You're zipping it. Looked great. Oh yeah. How was the ice of Florida for the power play?
3: It was okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah. We. Uh, yeah. We were buzzing. For sure. Okay. I heard different. Okay. I didn't mind it. Okay. Yeah. I
2: guess if you pass it hard enough, it, it gets there. It gets yeah. through all the chips. Maybe with guys with bad
3: hands don't like oh, the ice. Boy, you know? Oh boy. boy. There's you a. You got trip. good hands. Any ice is good. <laughs> I wanted to no know what's that? No problem, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> um did you talk to Sid at
2: all during uh, the Cup run or did you keep your phone away?
3: Yeah, I talked I talked to him. Yeah. Um yeah, I remember you know, after uh I guess in the final when we lost game 5 at home, uh it was that was a tough one, man. The cups in the building. Um just heartbreaking. Just truly heartbreaking to lose it, and you, but you have to move on quickly and um I always ride the bike after every game I'm riding the bike after game five I'm just like man like this is awful like I just we could be celebrating the cup right now I'm on a bike <laughs> like it's <just wanted> to... <laughs> one yeah just miserable man just miserable some things are going through my head rage being sad like just like oh my god um but yeah I talked to I talked to Sid the next day they were up three-1 against the sharks uh when they won there in 16 and at home, they lose game five, and they, you got to move on quick. You have a day in between each game, and um, and they end up winning. And we had an awesome team meeting um, the night before game six with uh, Cogliano. With said a lot, and it was it was inspiring. You know, hearing a guy like that talk. Um, you know, it's it's tough, man. You're in a vulnerable. State you know, getting up in front of twenty five men and speaking from the heart and that that was really cool about our team is there was no judgment with you know, anyone could talk and um you know, you didn't feel like guys weren't on the same page or they didn't agree with you or whatever. It was uh it was great. Everyone felt very comfortable around each other. I think that was a big part of our group, you know, the resilience we had. Um and yeah, we just knew we were gonna win. We just knew it after That wasn't, no one was nervous before game six, like no one, it was just, everyone felt great. We just knew we were going to win. And
2: I wish I could, that's,
3: (laughs) it was, it was awesome, man. Game five, we all could have puked, you know, it was (laughs) the longest day ever. And driving in the rink, you see million jerseys everywhere, banners, and people are flying in, you know, no, people, I don't know how many people I knew flew in for that game and it's just a lot. And on the road, it's just like nothing. You know, it's just like, it's just quieter and it's all their fans. They, they have the pressure now, you know, they have to win at home. And um, yeah, we, uh, I think we went nine and one on the road. So the only road game we lost was in the final game three and nine and one on the road is crazy. That is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's just kind of shows everyone on that team how, you know, how competitive and we're all gamers. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Did you say anything in that meeting with Cogliano?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I just said how I felt because I, you know, I think, um, you know, it just felt like a heavy day and, um, it was, it was a hard day and, uh, a hard game to play in and we all felt it and we're all on the same page. So, uh, yeah, nothing too crazy though. Did you have fun throughout the whole
2: thing? It looks like fun on TV. I'm sitting right behind you watching on TV, having a beer. It looks like a great time, but playing different ball game, and you, your whole life you're eating the cold pizza, and you want that, you want it. But did you have fun or or was it? I don't want to use the word stressful, mm-hmm.
3: but was it work? It was both. It was both. I think you get in such a rhythm though. I felt like I could have played for another six months. Uh, it was it was awesome, man. It was so it was so great, um, but. When, it, when you got to the final, it got a little, you know, when you lose game five, you're just like, oh, my God, like, you know, you might never get back here. Uh, it's it's so hard to get to that point. Uh, a lot a lot of things have to go right. And um, so I think you just really want to take advantage of the moment, but you can't do that by being scared or, or you know, having fear-based motivation. Yeah. You know, you got to do it from the right place. And, uh that's what we had and it it was hard to hard to find that i think but um yeah it was it was both i think it was stressful obviously it's stressful but i think we all the time of our lives yeah
2: absolutely because you know you you work so hard you to get there and you're there you have to look around you Mm -hmm. have to enjoy it
3: yeah and i think what we said too like we're not we wouldn't trade places with anyone in the world you know like we're Obviously, the the result is can be a little scary, but you have to lean into that and just go for it. And you just felt so alive, the the emotions either way. And uh, yeah, it was it was so cool. Yeah. yeah, coming out of the tunnel with the lights
2: off right before like the puck dropped or before Oh Canada or sorry the national anthem, it just the arena was going just bumping. It, I couldn't imagine how fast your heart was bumping just skating around there a couple yeah. laps. Just it, it was wow. great.
3: Everyone had their light on and. Um, yeah, we had such a loud building. It was the loudest building we played in all playoffs for sure. It was, uh, it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's what Nui said in the
2: interview with a, a couple beers during the parade. He goes, I played everywhere in Colorado. It's the best place
1: to play here. The best
2: <laughs> yeah. fans in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, great parade, by the way. Yeah, Fantastic. I a, few beers, I think. a few beers. Yeah, He was, <laughs> he was in one. <laughs> the, the video, when you took a sip from the cup in the dressing room, to, <laughs> and you had the smile on oh, your man. face. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think that was the best. One of the best parts of winning was that hanging out in the room with all the guys. And it was just us in there for like two hours. It was just us. And, yeah, everyone's chugging out of the cup and just telling stories, and a couple guys did speeches. It was just – that was really cool. Um, it was nice winning on the road as well because if we it was if we went at home, we would have probably taken it to a bar or who knows what would have happened. But at home – or on the road, we had a big, like, meeting room, like conference room and all the families and friends who came. So we just hung out together and uh, – yeah there was no fans around it was just us so that was that was pretty cool that way
2: no that's great
3: yeah no, to be able to have that experience with the boys and not have any distraction
2: i couldn't imagine mm-hmm. great time um i, I want to go back to a moment where i think you guys got a little bit closer i could be wrong but uh the cadre situation in st louis i can't believe stuff like that even happens but it, it, and for him to come back and get a hat trick the next day did the team come a little bit closer after that moment
3: yeah i th- I, I think so yeah it was uh it was crazy, man. It you know, it felt like we're fifty years ago, you know, some of the things being said, it was it was uh, it was wild. Um whether you thought the hit was dirty or not, I don't think someone's race or anything has anything to do with it. So um but Nas took it as fuel and for him to get a hat trick, uh you know, in game four, like like it was crazy. Crazy. Man. crazy. Like um yeah, it was uh, that just shows his mentality though um and that was definitely inspired a whole group and um you know obviously he knew that we're all there for him and we're with him and for him to dominate that game and get a hat trick was uh you know it could be a movie about that one day you know like documentary with what, what 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 he went through and um definitely inspired everyone in the room yeah
2: it was a great story yeah unbelievable um and speaking of cadre you think of injuries and someone did you see the injury reports that came out well obviously you knew colorado's injuries but you look at tampa's injuries as well it's pretty crazy what you guys played through did you have anything that was wrong while you were playing
3: um i broke a finger um but it wasn't it wasn't too bad um i broke it though like uh a month or two before the playoffs. so oh yeah just lingering
2: when I saw you lifted the cup, it almost looked like you had like a bite mark on your hand.
3: Yeah, I know. I uh, That picture of me and EJ like hugging. Yeah. So we hugged and we were just going to like hug then go. And then he fell backwards <laughs> as I was hugging him. So my hand like smashed the ice. I still have like a little scar. Oh, you see? You can just see it? Uh, yeah, you can still kind of see that. Like, a... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's going away or what, but <laughs> didn't even feel it. Yeah, I didn't care at all. Yeah, it was it was just funny i cut an injury after we yeah. won <laughs> it's like
2: damn how light did the cup feel when you lifted it, it must have felt like a feather
3: it was actually kind of heavy no. <laughs> it was, it, no it was heavy man i remember how tired i felt i was out there for like three and a half minutes to finish the game i didn't i didn't want to change i'm like if they're tying it up like i'm i'm out here for it like i didn't want to change like um I ended up changing with like 20 seconds left and we won, but I was so tired. Uh, you get so happy and excited and then you drop a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Gabe and Gabe was like, man, it was kind of heavy. And I was like, oh no, hopefully I can lift it over my head. Like, uh, Can you imagine? Yeah. No, sorry, boys. Here's the uh, next it, one. it felt good when it, when it got up there, but um, yeah, just best feeling ever.
2: Absolutely. What uh, y- you were saying, um, in the room afterwards, you guys had two hours by yourself, like with no any media or anything like that. So the game plan, do you guys go right back to Colorado or do you stay the night in Tampa and then yeah. head back? How, do, how does that work afterwards and like the parade, or the scheduling of everything?
3: Yeah, like we probably got, we probably left the dressing room at like 2, 2 a.m. Awesome. And then went back to the hotel and stayed up most of the night and then got on a bus and flew home and uh, had our own team events throughout the week and had the parade on a Thursday Uh, and then yeah it was a it's been it's been a lot I need a couple saunas here
2: (laughs) you're a Uh, sauna guy too yeah
3: I love it yeah I love love the sauna yes but I need to keep sweating a little bit yeah it's been a lot yeah Uh, that's my theory I
2: hate working out but I love sweating so someone said the sauna that's me
3: yeah yeah exactly
2: no that's uh, that's awesome the for the parade talk about an experience the whole city of Denver just coming out for you guys how nice was that to, have, to be embraced by everyone
3: yeah it was it was um we started at the rink and there was like 30 people around and we were like oh <laughs> this might not be very good like oh the fire trucks
2: yeah, yeah the fire yeah, trucks yeah, yeah, there yeah. was just
3: like a few people on the side of the road by the rink and we were like oh okay like that's not as great as we thought it'd be and then yeah. we got through the main intersection there was like tens of thousands of people and it was uh and we had the cup the whole time yes uh, on the parade yeah. so selfishly that was awesome People just went insane when they saw the cup. Um, but that was probably the best day of my life. I think the cup parade. Damn, wow. uh, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was special. It was, everyone was like, I thought people would come and just take some pictures and give a wave. And, but people were so fired up. People were like on top of the, on top of uh stoplights and hanging over their windows and like climbing up on things. And, just going crazy just going crazy and um we went down there and shotgunned a few beers with them and like gave them high fives and it was uh it was amazing Byron almost got arrested they thought yeah, he was a fan was crazy yeah <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a fan though so he had no he had he's no... only 21 so yeah oh is he's, yeah, young, eh? he's young yeah he's like a yeah he's young did he have a fa- any facial hair for the playoffs? Knew he kept his for the not much. Yeah, it's yeah. like straight blonde and he might have shaved it off too for the parade. And yeah, he was uh yeah. I get why the cop mist- mistook him for a, for yeah. a fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he ran, although the best part was he ran away. Like uh yeah. on super bad when the McLovin runs away from the cop. He like does a little nerdy run. I Mickey know. did the exact same yeah, run. I know, I know. <laughs> it was yeah, it was a great parade, it was yeah. fun um how nice was it or not i don't want to say nice how was it like i knew sab and Falkenham went up and you had your family there as well did you how, how did you feel about that aspect of everything because they say if you have your family and your friends there just make sure everyone's good and everyone's set because you, you know you want to play the game you don't want have to think about too much what did you like having your parents and friends there how did you maneuver that side of it all
3: yeah i'm just i mean with with ian and ryan coming up i can just be like i don't feel any pressure to see them you know yeah like And they they know that, which is nice. I don't feel pressure. I have to, like, go to a dinner or, like, you know, I can be, like, get out of my face, you know. And they'll just, like, are cool, like, see you later. Sab goes and finds Charles Charles Barkley and the boys now. (laughs) (laughs) Sab doesn't remember that picture being taken, though. I don't think (laughs) (laughs) you see his eyes. Uh, But, uh, um, yeah, it was awesome. Like, all the parents and, you know, they're hanging out with my parents and – Charles Barkley's there like every night at the hotel lobby. You know? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, I don't know why he was there every night, but he loves hockey. Um, But uh, yeah, it, it's good. And my family knows they get it. It's like they're pushy and they understand what, what you know, because no one's going to care unless you, unless you win. So, you know, all this stuff like doesn't matter unless you win. And yeah. we, and we knew that as a group and guys stayed focused for sure.
2: How nice was it uh, when, when you hugged your dad there at the end? talk about an emotional roller coaster. same with your mom as well Mm -hmm. you you talk at the very beginning of this episode of you know all the money they put into everything for you to to be successful and now you're able to reward them in in this aspect Uh, how nice is it to be able to give back to them and say
3: look here you go oh what you did paid off yeah that's that's the thing it all it all paid off and it all paid off even before the cup just being in the nhl and, and living living my dream um it all paid off but i think it's just a little bit extra uh you know hugging hugging my my family uh you know like i said especially my dad you know he was that was a hockey relationship for sure um you know he spent a lot of money you know he didn't have the money to spend as uh, as much as he did you know we'd go to toronto montreal to play in tournaments i think i mentioned that last time yeah, uh, i was on just, cn rail yeah he, he worked the, for cn yeah. and and that was big for me as well just going to those tournaments like realizing how how good i actually was you know i was good here and um, you know, but 10, 11, you go there and you're good there too. So that kind of, you know, pushed me even more and, uh, that's expensive, man. Going up there, hotels, flights, the, everything, paying for me to play, uh, everything. So, uh, yeah, hugging him was, was so cool. Seeing him with the cup. Uh, yeah, it was awesome.
2: Yeah. That's un- unbelievable. The, so the, I guess the big question is I got to ask this. So people stop messaging us when, uh, when is the cup coming here and w- what's the plan for the parade and, and everything?
3: i'm not gonna say when it's coming here, no come i'm not on. gonna say no, i you... got the date but i'm not saying so, uh, so how are you gonna do it a couple of weeks before oh, come on. So i still got a little bit of time uh <laughs> but i'm gonna have a parade yeah uh my mom used to work for the city so she's meeting with the mayor and uh, mayor schmeyer. yeah <laughs> all right uh yeah just trying to figure out the the routes and everything so uh Hopefully, hopefully, some people to come out for it. What are you talking uh, <laughs> about? Going hopefully, hell? hopefully, it's like Denver a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, I'm excited to to have it here, and I'm doing it in Halifax. Okay, um,
2: great. So you just won't give us the date, but yeah, you're, you're I'm okay. doing it
3: in Halifax around like the the hill and Brunswick Street, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and around the 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 City Hall Square, stuff like that. So it'll be in that area. You know, I play junior, obviously, right there, and for who? <laughs> yeah, just the yeah. Um, so I played junior there obviously, and, you know, there's been, I think there's been four parades in Cole Harbor, which is Sid had three. And I think Depenta had one as well in 0- 07. So, um, obviously Cole Harbor means the world to me. I just, you know, so does Halifax, I guess. Yep. playing junior here. I have a strong connection with the city. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do it here. Uh, spring, I think spring garden area, um, won't be too, too long. I don't think, but yeah, I'm excited for. For people to come out and, and check out the cup how do you feel
2: about the sign in cole harbour that's uh, I, I put it out on our instagram that that must have been on the bucket list to have a sign there saying <laughs> yeah, your yeah, name was, like you must like, feel
3: good i don't even want it up there you what, know what <laughs> i just, talking about no i know it's it's I cool man it's cool it's cool uh just uh, that was sid sign forever so <laughs> does he
2: rattle about vote it what did he no, say about he, it he likes it he likes
3: <laughs> it yeah yeah i'm like yeah i finally got on the sign i made it now what did he say no, he thought it was great. He Did thought, he? Yeah, he thought okay. it was great. Oh, no, he's not He's not getting mad about a sign, that's for sure. I can't see Sid getting upset about anything. No. I'm like below that? him on the sign, so I think he's cool with that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got to get, like, three more cups to get above him, maybe. Oh,
2: no, there was tons of – There were a bunch of people who were like, oh, it's Photoshopped. They're like, oh, no, they misspelled something. Oh, no, like, everyone was just, like, mimicking it. I'm like, give the guy a break. He just yeah. got a sign up there.
3: <laughs> it's all
2: good no that's uh it's 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 the summer innate what uh what's yeah. on the agenda from now until when do you go back to training camp i don't even want to say the word training camp uh, i know but, man
3: um well what's the plan from now till then just training and skating a lot and um sauna yeah saunas and hanging out hanging out with my friends and family and uh go back i still got probably like seven weeks six seven weeks so um yeah i'm just chilling man yeah
2: that's great yeah
3: um the up-and-coming uh, talent from nova scotia
2: we always like to to hit it on the head when you guys do those skates it's awesome that you guys bring out some some great talent uh i guess you could say the next generation of nhl uh, players are, you're so busy in colorado do you take time to i guess like notice the other people from around the atlantic provinces that are coming up hence new hook right in your locker yeah. room now but there's so much do you ever take
3: a second and look around I do. I, I think you just hear about guys that are coming up in, in the queue and college and things like that. Um, we skate with a lot of older older guys. Um, said the same guys for 10 years, you know, um, some of us. It's been like 10, 11 years we've been skating together every summer, so it's been pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I definitely hear about them and uh, don't have a ton of names on the top of my head. But, it's all good. Yeah. No, that's yeah. They're all trying to get out to the skate for you. Yeah, so you'll, you'll see them eventually. I'm strict with who comes out, so they got to earn it. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. Oh, you're yeah, strict because yeah. uh, yeah. you got to go. Like you got to work. It's uh, yeah. Like we'd rather have less skilled players that just battle and work hard than you know. If you don't work hard, you're not. You get one <laughs> chance at the skate, and if not, you're out. I heard a story. I'm not gonna tell you the name of a guy who was there, and
2: he was tired, and he wanted to take a knee, and he was next to you, and you
3: just didn't take a <laughs> knee because you were next to him. There's no knees. No knees. <laughs> No, but yeah, the, those skates are... Ian used to come out. Ian used to come out. Was you? it uh, 20, uh, <laughs> 20... What was that, 2013? At the four? What form? What'd you say? I got two skates and they cut me. <laughs> I had to, kind of, <laughs> I had to cut him. Was this back when you were in the queue? No, he was in uh, Salisbury. Oh, right? yeah, with Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to cut his ass, yeah.
2: Jesus Christ.
3: I had man. to cut his ass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's funny. Um, no, what was I going to ask? Oh, I had a great question lined up. Oh,
3: yeah, golf game. How's it looking? It's okay. What? It's better when uh, you you don't go very far in the playoffs. I think your golf game. Uh, I don't play much during the season anymore either. I just my back gets tight. I just don't do it. But probably played like eight nine times so far yeah. uh, this summer. And yeah, love getting outside and playing. So
2: are you a bump and run guy, or do you pull the wedge out if you're on the fringe? I pull the wedge out, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. I wouldn't probably, take yeah.
3: Probably shouldn't, but I do. Yeah, I do. Interesting. Yeah. I took
2: you for like an eight-iron bump and run. Guy. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know why.
3: 75-year-old, yeah. Just playing it safe. Yeah. I don't know. This is me. Every time I
2: get under it, it goes, you know, I, yeah. I, I hit it all.
3: No, I got some hands on me, though, man. Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> they translate to the greens, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hockey. It translates. I picked it up two I've years. seen your hand, so it How? makes sense why using an eight-iron. When have you
2: seen my hand? This
3: Couple moose camps, man. Saw you up there.
2: Oh yeah, before you, this guy. I was twenty two before <laughs> I you. Know, I, know. I was twenty two before you. I
3: was twenty two. Were you? No, I was no, no I was twenty seven no. before yeah. Drew in That's what it was. I was gonna say my my boy, Jared Grant. Yeah, he's twenty two. Cause he, what does he get? Hockey cards with. It'll say Nathan McKinnon with his picture. Yes, I've seen him before. He loves those. He loves those. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. He was at Armview the other day. I was
2: talking to him. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, 22. He loves, he loves that. Yeah. Man, with the cup coming, you got to think one day. I don't actually, I don't want to say it. I don't want to jinx it.
3: What's up? No. You're not going to say it? You can say it, man. You sure? Yeah. Retiring the number in Halifax. Oh. Should I not have said it? No, that's fine. Um That's fair. It's up to Cam, yeah. No jinx there. It's up to him and it's just hard to to do it. Um I'm gone usually when their season starts and ends, but figured out one time. it would be cool. When yeah. Ramoski did it, they flew Sid in or mm-hmm. Sid probably flew himself. It was like mid season, yeah. yeah. So maybe something like that. And whenever they want to, I'll definitely make it work. A hundred percent. No, that'd be a
2: that'd be a great uh, a great thing. Yeah. we have got season tickets this year, so hopefully we'll see it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Not this year, but eventually. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, how much time are we at right now? Uh, Forty-three minutes. Forty-three minutes. Um, I had one question about the uh, hotel room, eighty-seven. What was the first two numbers? Seventeen
3: eighty-seven. Did you ever talk to your travel secretary? No, 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 no. That was completely by chance. How confident are you? And you're just you're sure. I'm positive. There's no way she would know like that. Like okay, she's not like a. Yeah, like, she wouldn't even think of that to, like, oh, Nate, you know. Like, N- Nate loves Sid. Let's put yeah, like, this like, room. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, because Cogliano um, and Sid are really good friends as well. Cogliano used to come down to Halifax, like, years ago and train and skate with us. Uh-huh. Um, and I showed him, and he just started laughing, like... And that's why he brought it up when I was doing my interview. So then Emily Kaplan asked me why. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll tell the story. And... <laughs> Just when everything was going on, and we saw seventeen eighty seven, and Cogs would call Sid our spirit animal. <laughs> That's what he'd say. It's like Sid's our spirit animal. Like, and uh, I, I got the room, and we just started laughing. Like, yeah, it's over. It's like, over. Not losing. <laughs> it's over. It's all over. I called Ian too. I told him like that. What was it like? The day or day be- day of the game or day of the game. day of the game? I said, yeah, it's over. It's all over. It's a wrap the confidence all, on you. the whole team though that's how we felt like a, so everyone knew
2: though you told the whole team, hey, boys nate's in
3: 1987 uh no no just like we all knew that we were gonna win like i said i think and we just felt really good yeah but uh yeah with that with that room i was like yeah it's a wrap that's awesome wrap. yeah that's a crazy thing <laughs> yeah it was it was great it was great and uh yeah cogs is such a funny guy and super inspiring guy and uh with that speech and just the little superstition things and he said his daughter that day at the, she went to the zoo and picked out a pet penguin as well. I don't know. He was just there. read randomly. Yeah. Randomly. There's like every animal in the world is at the zoo gift shop and she picked a penguin and was playing with it. I guess he that was is saying. true. There is a lot of animals. There is. Yeah. And, uh, just funny stuff like that. You just get little omens and yeah, it was just funny.
2: And he handed you the cup.
3: Yeah. I wanted it that way. Yeah. I wanted it that way. And, uh, Gabe gave it to EJ and then Cogs got it next. He's been playing forever. Um, he was playing with like a, his hand was completely fractured. He had surgery and taping his fingers together and just, just such a warrior. Um, that was probably the, one of the best parts too, just seeing a guy like him, raise it, Eric Johnson, raise it, Gabe, um, you know, Kemper, Jack Johnson, like older guys. who's never, who've never won it. Yeah. And they've been through so much over a thousand games. Um, that was that was probably the best part of it all, for sure.
2: That says a lot about your character, being happy for other people, man. Yeah. That's awesome.
3: You just see what other guys go through, and um, I, I really wanted to get a picture of me, Cogs handing me the cup, and yeah, I, I respect him so much, and um, you know he's not the most skilled guy in the world, but <laughs> he's the hardest worker. Uh, yeah, probably one of the hardest workers I've ever seen, and and will do anything, and, and he... You know, uh, you never think uh, the fourth line left wing guy is inspiring the whole team, but that's yeah. that's how it works. I am um, not sure about other sports, but in hockey, um, it doesn't matter how many points you get um, to lead, and that was really cool about our team. Um, he had the Iron Man
2: streak as well. For he a did, bit. yeah, he
3: did. He got suspended. Oh, it was a yeah. gutty suspension, yeah, too. Yeah, not a great suspension, but uh, yeah, he, he's uh, he takes care of himself and he's he's dialed in. So that's awesome um
2: when um throughout the year sab and i work out at the same gym and we pretend we're joe Sackick when we see each other we're talking about like moves colorado should make things like think to they should, what he yeah nature his 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 number should go down a bit he shouldn't be playing that much he's got a Like <laughs> we just we were trying to we were trying to be joe Sackick. yeah so throughout the year do you think joe did a obviously he did a tremendous job but were you uh happy with everything at, at the deadline uh, throughout the year the, the i guess the trades did you got what would you guys do at the deadline who'd you bring in Lekkinen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lekkinen, Le- Le- in-
3: Cogliano, uh, Manson, and uh, Nico Sturm. So, so when this is going through, uh, I guess
2: you know the trading deadline. Or, do you
3: have any input on this? Uh, a little bit, not much. Yeah. I mean, they'll just ask me what guys, what I think about them. Um, I don't know who we're trading for them, but um, I asked. Well, I did ask for them to get Cogs. Did you? I, I asked for that because um, wow. I know him and I know what kind of person he is, and just from training and. He trains with Andy O'Brien as well. So I met him known him for ten years. Shout out to Andy. Uh, yeah, shout out to Andy and uh say so yeah, I asked for him and that would I knew it wouldn't it wouldn't be much to get him. You know, he's he was on a one year deal with San Jose and they were out of the playoffs. So that was easy. And he asked uh, about Manson and uh and uh Lekkonen and both well, I thought they were great players and turned out to be awesome and they're way better than any of us even expected them to be. Yeah. Um, you know Lucky had three or four winning goals, clinching the rounds and uh, Mance had an OT goal and was just a, just an animal out there and playing big minutes. Um, big Boy Hockey Yes, yeah, we're playing. We big need, Boy we Hockey. We needed a guy like Mance so back there. Um, we got a lot of skilled defensemen, Kale Taser and, and Bow in our top four and we needed we needed um, um little meat you know and we we have JJ and EJ as well um but we needed that guy was playing 29 and and we'll and we'll bury guys um because when, when they are on the ice playing against him, when I played against him he'll he's he, he's physical man A little dirty uh <laughs> you don't like playing against him but you love him have him on your team and we needed that sort of missing and just awesome ads by Joe and in, in, in the team um yeah he was all in and yeah, it was it was great that we didn't just add a one player or two. We added four guys, yeah. and it really made our team better. Going
2: through those couple of years where you didn't win, did you? Yeah, we need that key piece. We need a guy like Cogs. Is that where that experience came from of going? We need that one piece, and Cogs could fit it.
3: Yeah, and our now our whole fourth line was so good. I mean, deep, it was so good. Cogs, Helmer, and uh, o- o- O'Connor. Some some games like they're they were being our our best line, and you know that forced us to uh, up our game even too. You know you know we can't be getting no play by the fourth line you know? <laughs> I, was, I was like landy let's go man <laughs> like, what are we doing out here so uh yeah i love those guys but we can't get no played by them so <laughs> love but, those guys <laughs> but but man they were their were best line some night they'd be buzzing in the ozone making plays giving each other tap it was so cool to watch uh and like i said you need it truly you need everybody to win and we we had that so special team
2: yeah it was fun to watch like I said you you, you entertained a lot of people during those playoffs you and the rest of the team it was great Yeah. one weird quirky question did did you uh, I hear in playoffs you get tired you lose muscle mass and people lower their flex on their stick in order to get a quicker shot off did you lower the flex on your stick at all during the playoffs
3: I didn't no no No, um, I have a tough time switching anything so I kept it I didn't lose any weight either it was uh, we actually had a lot of breaks um, because we swept I had like Eight, nine days, uh, and then we slept again in the third round, so we had another eight days, so plenty of time to rest and regroup.
2: Dude, and knew we had a good answer with that. He's like, eh, I wasn't a huge fan of the time off. I would have rather just get right back in it. How did you feel about the time off?
3: <clears throat> I think it was good later in the series. Um, I'm kind of like new I'm, I'm a big rhythm player, and I like playing every other day and staying in a rhythm. I, I found Tampa was a little tough the first two, three games to – to get my timing back a little bit um and then after that i felt really good
2: yeah
3: and you know i had great legs the whole series though so it's you just never really know but at the end of the day you're not going to extend a series just so you have less time off you know you're going to win it whenever you win it and that's it then you just deal with the time off yeah so you're not going to go the other way with it yeah that's true you know i'd rather just i'd rather sweep than go seven so Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's fair yeah
2: um how much time? I don't want to keep... Uh, 51 minutes. I don't want... Um, the, the time change... I remember last time you came here, you were in... You just got back from the bubble, and you guys were playing at noon, and you guys were pumped. You, you were pumped. You're like, I love the noon games. I hate playing at 9 o'clock. What time were the games at yeah. in Colorado?
3: Um, they were on at like 10 o'clock here. They were on... Uh, no, they were on at 6 in Denver. It was 8 o'clock Eastern six, six, every seven, night. Nine, nine. So you're four hours behind us. Uh, no, three.
2: Three hours behind, sorry.
3: No, they'd be at like 9, 9.30 here. The games.
0: Were
2: they? Yeah, well, I guess by the time yeah. the national anthem, though, yeah. you guys were.
3: They were like always yeah, six. No, it was, a, it was eight o'clock Eastern every night. So nine o'clock here was like the supposed start time. So probably like 8.15 Eastern. Um, But on the road, it was always at eight. uh, So a little late. Yeah, a little yeah. late. I, I like it a little earlier at six, but it's all good. No worries. Yeah, you, you were pretty amped up for those games, so it didn't really matter.
2: That's the thing; everyone's playing at ease.
3: Just a long day, you know. You're in a hotel room for like eight hours, just trying to get ready to go. Just not sleeping a wink, you know. What do you do? I don't know, read or watch a show and call Ian. <laughs> 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 call the big fella. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> <He's done>. so. <laughs> not a lot it was uh it was a long day to get ready to go I get some treatment from the guys get my body ready and uh yeah it was just long days
2: yeah one thing that you're looking forward to this summer about it's uh obviously you're gonna have the party at the house your place what are you looking forward to most about celebrating it with your friends
3: and family like what's the one thing like you're just like pumped to do with the cup other um, than the parade too yeah uh I think just I've seen it. I've been at Sid's parties, and I've seen how excited everyone gets to just to see the cup and touch it and get a picture with it. And yeah. um, it's such an amazing thing to see in person. It's it's way cooler in person. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's truly truly amazing thing to to be a part of. And the best part is sharing with everyone else. Um, you know, if you win it alone and be alone, it's not it's no fun. And having friends and family see the reactions and uh, see how happy they are is. I'm looking forward to that a lot.
2: Last question before you go. It, not even in terms of hockey, in terms of business, in terms of relationships, in terms of in terms of anything in life, of getting to a goal of where you want to be. What's one piece of advice you would give to that person in order to obtain their goal to reach the the, the peak of the mountain?
3: Um, I think I think just resilience. Um, you know, and I, that was kind of the, our team theme in our run uh, was resilience, and I think everyone's gonna hit hit a some adversity at some point in their lives and, um, you know, I just think to to keep a, a good mentality going forward and, and whatever you do, especially for young hockey players, uh, you're going to face it and um, it's not always the most skilled guys who make it as well. Uh, just being a great teammate, um, having an awesome attitude, I know it's cliche, but it's, it's true. I mean, you, you, you'll rarely find a guy with a bad attitude in the NHL um, and if there is one, no one likes him. So mm-hmm. I think... Uh, those are the biggest things that I've taken away because I've you know grew up playing a lot of guys with and against that had bad attitudes that were really good and they just kind of fizzled out and um so I think yeah that's that's the biggest thing I I would give awesome
2: Nate you're the man for coming on here I really uh no thanks for having you me. you know you could have went anywhere in the world but you're here and in, in yeah in first my interview studio. I've done
3: so since the cup yeah like on nice stuff but i haven't done anything that doesn't count no no it doesn't count it was my first one
2: so. so uh you know i i appreciate this yeah. i'm going to the cottage right now i'm going to sit on the dock smoke a cigar <laughs> yeah. i'm pumped you're here it's oh, uh thanks, it's man. gonna be a great
3: weekend no, boys. I love it's gonna be here, sick so thanks a lot awesome
2: um everyone listening thank you very much uh, for tuning in once again this is going to be coming out monday so enjoy your week if this interview didn't motivate you i don't know what does so um <laughs> like i always say have fun work hard uh and maybe you'll be a cup champion just like Nate <laughs>
0: alright we're out peace it was a clear black night a clear white moon Warren G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones rolling in my ride
1: chilling all along just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G seen a car full of girls ain't no need to tweak all of you skirts know what's up
0: with 213 so I hooked select on two-one and Lewis some brothers shooting dice so I said let's do this I jumped out the rock I said, what's up? Some brothers brought some meat,
1: so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm going to glide and swirl. These looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself.
0: I can't believe they taken more than twelve. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the
1: brother, said, "Damn, what's next?" They got my homie hemmed up, and they all around. Can't none of 'em see him if they going straight down for pound. They wanna come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my belated busters down. They got
0: guns to my head. I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. I glance in the
1: cut, and I see my homie Nate. Sixteen in the th- and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make somebody's turn Now they dropping and yelling It's a tad bit late Nate Dog and Warren G had to regulate I laid all them busters down I let my explode Now I'm switching my mind back into free mode If you won't skirt, sit back and observe I just left a gang of over there on the curb Now Nate got the free- And that's a known fact Before I
0: got jacked, I was on the same track Back up, back up, cause it's on N-A-T-E
1: and me The woman to the G Just like I thought they were in the same spot In need of some desperate help But Nate Dogg and the G-child Were in need of something One of them names was sexy as hell I said, ooh, I like your size She said my chords broke down And just sing real nice with your Latinx I got a car full of girls and it's going real sweet The next stop is the east side If you smoke like I smoke, then you like every day And if your ass is a the 213 will wake you late